Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now, please find yourself a seat at their table. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. I'm PJ. And I'm Mike. And today we are talking about a a topic we haven't spoken about yet on our show, which are some of our favorite comedians. So we're going to go through who we think are some funny comedians, our Mount Rushmore of comedians. Uh, We're going to talk about a a hot-button topic of Are Women Funny? And we'll even talk about some uh, really good comedians who then be, went on to become actors. So that's going to be the, the basis of the show today. Uh, and as always, we like to start off with our uh, our childhood memory. So, uh, Mike, why don't you start with a childhood memory? What was the first stand-up comedian you remember seeing? All right, so it's, I guess for me, um, is that, I guess the first stand-up I think I remember is like HBO. There's specials. And one of them, they used to have very deaf comedy jams. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So um, I remember just seeing like Martin Lawrence and like Jamie Foxx, but I remember Chris Tucker, man, and um, I can't reenact his bit, so I'm going to share it. Uh, and guys and listeners were doing this via Zoom or Skype, I should say. Um, so I just want to connect it, start sharing. Um, there you can see it now. Okay. Pissed off, man. <laughs> just got me a new place, man. Hate my neighbors, man. I got neighbors that borrow shit all the time. You ever had a neighbor that borrow your shit and keep it so long, you have to borrow it back? <laughs> like, oh, you got a broom I can borrow, man. No, you got my goddamn broom. I mean, just Chris Tucker and, uh, you know, you know, his, just that voice and just see that as like, I don't know, it was like I don't know, 10, I don't know, 11, just that opening a bit of, you know, because remember just being very self-conscious about letting people borrow stuff and it. Like, I don't know. It's just so relatable. And that just, when I think of comedy, I just remember late night, you know, sneaking in, you know, downstairs, my, you know, and putting it on HBO and watching those specials, man. So Def Comedy was like one of my favorite. Chris Tucker, just his voices. And that whole, I recommend everyone to check that whole bit out, that whole like 15 minute thing. He talks about Michael Jackson. He's, oh, he's hysterical. He's very funny. And he never made it as big as like a Chris Rock for some reason, but he could have. He was just as funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. What about yours, Peter? What's your uh, childhood um, memory? So, believe it or not, I you know, I was trying to think of my first, like, real stand-up comedian that I might have watched. And I'm sure that I watched, like, you know, the, the Def Jams and stuff like that on, on HBO and all those other HBO specials. But the first comedian, well, there's the first time I've seen a stand-up must have been Seinfeld. You know how they started every show yeah. with, with yeah. a little bit of a clip, and I thought that was funny. But the first stand-up act I remember listening to, it was on a CD, I didn't see it, uh, was Andrew Dice Clay. Wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember, and he would do like the dirty nursery rhymes and all that stuff. And it was just like, as a kid, when you're like, you're young and stuff, you don't, you, you know, people don't talk like that in front of you because you're a kid, so you're not supposed to hear it. Yeah. But he was just so raunchy and just so out of his mind. And he would do the thing where he would smoke the cigarette over his head. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, I'm over here now, like all that stuff. And I don't know. I just thought it was like the funniest thing because it was just so inappropriate. And it still makes me laugh to this day. But as soon as I hear him do a dirty nursery rhyme, he's like, hickory dickory doc. I, I just laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the first stand up comedian I remember listening to uh, outside of Seinfeld and the, the opening of each episode. 
Yeah, it's funny you say about um, like the CDs. I think of like the Adam Sandler CD. Remember yep. the one like are these two people having sex or working out? That yeah. whole. One. And um, later on, we talk about Robin Williams, his Broadway. Remember, my oh, so friend good. Matt had that so CD. And, oh my god, we like, oh my god, we listened to it countless times. And they don't they don't release like comedy specials on on CD or well CDs don't exist anymore. But even yeah. like on on an Apple Music or a Spotify, you can't really listen to a stand up. Yeah, that's yeah 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 yeah. That's a good. They used to be like be an album almost. Like you could win yeah. an award for releasing it. And now they don't do that. Oh, that's very strange. Mm-hmm. But I, I think uh, I think Chris Tucker that I remember watching that special and it is very funny the one that you showed. Yeah, just and, like those kind of shows were great, man. Just yeah. like Def Comedy. I remember years later on Comedy Central they had Premium Blend. Yep. It was like just like a variety show. It was like each guy got like you yeah. know, ten minutes. But those were, I mean, they, you saw a lot of up-and-coming guys, you know, so. Well, they, they did Comedy Central Presents uh, for years, and it was like a half-hour special. Uh, and it was people that weren't, like, filling arenas. It was just comedy shows that they were filming. And yeah. um, one of the comedians I was going to talk about, so maybe we'll just start jumping yeah, into yeah, our list yeah. of comedians, uh, that I remember seeing on, uh, I think it was season one or two of Comedy Central Presents, was Mitch Hedberg. Oh, and I think Mitch Hedberg is maybe one of the funniest comedians of all time. Um, but he had and he had so many bits that are just like he was a, he was like a stoner or a drug addict of and unfortunately yeah. passed because of his drug addiction. But the uh, his delivery was so laid back and so calm, but the jokes were so smart, and yes. he never got uppity or like you know some like a Chris Tucker has a lot of energy to his yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, he was always just very very monotone very laid back but very funny and he had a bit i wish i should have done the same thing maybe i'll try to splice it in post where i could uh where i can play it about uh walking into a subway and uh and trying to get bread for a duck (laughs) i was in downtown boise idaho and i saw a duck and i knew he was lost because ducks ain't supposed to be downtown (laughs) there's nothing for him there so I went to a Subway sandwich shop, and I said, let me just have a bun only. But they wouldn't sell me just a bun. They said I had to have something on it. I guess the two halves ain't supposed to touch. <laughs> so I said, all right, put some lettuce on it then. So they said, all right, that'll be $1.75. I said, it's for a duck. They said, all right, then it's free. See, I did not know that. <laughs> Ducks eat for free at Subway. Had I known that, I would have ordered a much larger sandwich. <laughs> Let me have the steak fajita sub. But don't bother ringing it up. It's for a duck. <laughs> there are six ducks out there right now. Just like silly jokes like that, but it, they, they hit because they're just like so funny and so simple. That's the yeah. thing about comedy. People overthink it. But yeah. he didn't. His jokes were just... Super simple, super easy to understand. They they weren't inappropriate for anybody, really, if you no think way. about it. I think he cursed, but he didn't have any subject matter that was like, you couldn't hear it at a younger or older. He was just so, so funny. Uh, and he, he he's like the first season of Comedy Central Presents, I think. And I remember watching that and just tuning in like every time they would show Comedy Central Presents to make, uh, just to just to see who else I might, I might discover. Yeah. And with... Uh... With, uh, with Mitch, I actually saw him live at um, the Beacon Theater in the city. It was, I think he opened, and then it was, wait, Louis Black, yeah. Yep. And then it was uh, David Tell. He closed it wow. out. So, yeah, it was a great. Uh, That's a great lineup. 
Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, man, one of my favorites, and he's on my Mount Rushmore, uh, another HBO guy where I just watch these. And I, when I was younger, I didn't really get all the jokes. I guess I'm building up suspense was George Carlin, you know? Yep, that this was guy on my was, list also. Dude, the guy was a genius. I mean, like, he I don't know what else to even say. You just, just, like, you could just hear that guy just talk, and I didn't be funny. Just the way his, his energy and just, like, yeah. his delivery and, like, just his the way he was, like, too, the way he would, like, move his face. Yes, yeah. And he always had, like, a – he has this one bit he talks about, like, how he doesn't vote, <laughs> you know? And right. I remember, like – Opie and Anthony used to play, or even Howard Stern, they would play usually during election, just that whole bit about, like, how he doesn't vote and why he thinks it's basically, like, a waste of time and, like, how he – it's not his fault if you're not happy, but it's so good. I remember as a kid watching one of his specials. I don't know which one it's called, but he talks about, like, um, you know, just, just different sayings, how they don't really make sense. He talks about, like, <laughs> when two planes almost hit, it's called a near miss. Yes, like, yes. Near miss. That's a near hit, <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, he just has so many bits, man, about, like, he has one to talk about stuff, how you, like, how your stuff is shit and everyone else's stuff is, is reversed. And it's just that whole thing about how you buy a bigger house to put more stuff And then in. you go to a hotel and you take some of your stuff and then yeah. you go, yeah. Yeah, that whole thing, man. And he has another thing that talks about there's no blue food. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just talks about, like, another one about how we, like, as Americans, you know, I guess I mean, as a side, we talk about like how we're obsessed with death, you know, and how we we don't we don't die, we pass away, and he just you know, and there's just so many famous bits of. Uh, he has another one that's good. Uh, oh my god! Oh, All he talks about bits are great. Yeah, I mean, baseball versus uh, football, and like he just, I mean, I think he had the seven thirty jokes or seven thirty uh, words. Seven thirty words, but the bit about football versus uh, baseball, baseball plays on a diamond. Football yep. is on a gridiron, and it's yes, really, yeah, yeah. Those voices. So, I just watched that the other day. Oh, it's just so good. And then even when he gets into the political stuff, you know, and he's fair, you know. I don't, he's a, he's a, he's always kind of in the middle, you know. He kind of picks he on is. everybody. He picks on everyone, which is why I think he's as successful as he is. He doesn't he's, alienate anybody. He hates everyone equally. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I, I, I mean I think all comedians at heart are like somewhat philosophers, right? Because always, yeah. you know, I think the best comedy where there's somewhat truth in it. That's what makes yep. it funny, right? And I think. You know, I remember one, you know, I guess he always, always tried to end his shows with like somewhat of a downer, but not really. Where he says, like, in order to have in order to have the American dream, you got to be asleep. But, <laughs> you know, but he's just so clever with his words. He was a master and he was just he really was. I wish he was still around, but he was an absolute. If he was around now, just the oh. material he would have would be oh, unbelievable. What's really funny about him is the first time I ever saw George Carlin, he was Mr. Conductor on Yes, I was going to bring that up. Time Station with uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. And to to see him go from that to then just the seven dirty words is like what the hell is going on here? Yeah. He uh he's so funny. So funny. Oh, oh fantastic. PJ, who's next on your list? So, um let me see here who would be a good person to talk about next. Um well, I'll tell, I'll talk about this one. He's a local guy, actually. Um, Jim Brewer. <laughs> yes, I had him on my list. I think Jim Brewer is hysterical. Uh, I've seen Jim Brewer live so many times because um, he always used to do shows at the Paramount or Mulcahy. Yep. Um, and he has so many jokes about Long Island so that I can relate yep. to them. And he has a whole a whole bit about uh, when he worked at Sears in, uh, was that, in, in Valley Stream and, and right. the paint. The whole, if, I, I don't, I, I mean, I could never do it justice. Google it or, or YouTube it. You'll find it when you hear Jim Brewer talk about working in the paint department in Sears. It's one of the funniest bits he's ever had. 
Uh, and I, I just, I just love him. I think he's so funny. I loved him in Half Baked as an yeah. actor. Yeah. And he never really made it huge. He was on Saturday Night Live, but he wasn't like a featured top yeah. guy on Saturday Night Live. Although the Joe Pesci show that he used to do was so so yeah. funny. And yeah. uh, and Goat Boy was was just oh my god. Hysterical. Yep. His impressions are great. Like when he does uh, Metallica or ACDC, he's, he's yes. a very talented guy. Yeah. And a few years ago, he had like this resurgence just on social media because yes. he's a Mets fan and he had all these Mets videos and he would go to the games and he would talk about the, whether they were good or bad, you know, the games and because the Mets are not always great. Um, but he, he would, he had this big following, not even from his comedy, but just from being a Mets fan. Yeah. And that was starting to make him kind of get big again. And I thought he was going to later have a later in life breakout as a comedian. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And his entire act changed and it became very right wing, you know, very conservative yeah. and it, you know, whatever he can believe what he wants. I still think he's very funny. I still watch some of his stuff when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I'd still go see him live if he was in the area, but he, he alienated, you know, we were talking about how yeah. George Carlin is fair. Mm-hmm. He alienated half his audience because he went in on, on just all the liberal things and how he didn't yeah. believe in it. And, how masks don't work and all this other stuff. And, you know, he can believe, like I said, he can believe what he wants, but he alienated so much of his audience that his last couple of comedy specials right. ended up being free on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. He was, I guess no one was buying his stuff anymore. He couldn't really get. Yeah. 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 You know, he couldn't yeah. get it out there, which is a shame because he really is that funny. But I just, you know, speaking about how George Carlin was very fair and not biased and how that worked in his favor, Jim Brewer, who I think is one of the most talented comedians that I've ever seen wasn't, yeah. wasn't fair and it hurt his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this, this is going to tie in with him. So I think like, I don't have a problem with communities being political if they're, they're more one side, right. but sometimes it gets a little like excessive. Like he, this person is not a community, but I saw Roger Waters live, the guy from, you know, from Pink Floyd yeah. and the whole show. Oh my God. I want to be like, okay. Like the, it was like, it, it felt like, okay. It was like, Two hours, I'm like, all right, maybe we could take a break for a second. He played once, I can't even remember what it was. But uh, it just felt like uh, it, was, it was exhausting. You know, at some point, sometimes you want to escape from that. You know, right. sometimes you go in, you know, but, but um, yeah, I had Jim on my list. You know, I think he's just, I love his ability to tell stories. Like he's yes. like about Sears. He tells a story about um he got laser eye surgery and like he like lost his vision after he got it done and like he was like struggling in a parking lot and all of a sudden he sees like a Burger King sign like it was like slowly coming like into like like fading in. It's so funny and um actually I got his autograph, I got his book, it's called I recommend it's called I'm Not High because yep. it looks and it's yeah, such, read it. great. Oh, such a great book and he's really, you know. I think he's still a genius. He's really hysterical. You know, maybe right now this is his political period, whatever. You know, you got to keep evolving. But um, he is hilarious. Like I said, the Joe Pesci he does one. There's another thing where he's on some kind of a. Uh, you can search on YouTube. He's like at a, like at a like a local news channel. I don't know. And he's just there, just riffing. And he does this thing where he's like a GPS. But he's I saw that. Like, yes, I've seen that. He's like, using Joe Pesci. He's yeah, it's so GPS. Oh my god, hysterical. That's a great one. Um, this next guy, I think he's another, he's an, uh, probably the, I think in my opinion, the, the funniest person of all time and an absolute community genius, Robin Williams, you know, and Absolutely. you know, his, uh, you know, right. I talk about, the, we talked about it before the, you know, him on Broadway, you know, I mean, yeah. his bits, um, about like just playing golf, you know, his voice impressions. I mean, there's so, and that guy was a master of just improvisation. I mean, just countless stories of him just 
being places and he puts on a whole performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never seen, you know, anyone have that kind of ability where like, it's just, and it's funny, man. It's not like he's not like he can do physical. He's just somebody, uh, Oh my God. It's, it's incredible how funny he is and his stand up and, they say, like, you know, you hear stories where, like, you didn't want to, if you were playing a show, you know, like, something like the comedy store or whatever, you you wouldn't want to go after him. You never met him. Because it was a tough act to follow, you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you top him? You know, I mean, oof. But. Well, he did a lot of that improv when he was recording the lines for the genie, where they actually animated the genie around the things he said <laughs> and did. Because yeah. They didn't know how he was going to ad lib and, and stuff during the, uh, the recording sessions, and it made the movie that much better. <laughs> He's he's an, a level above everyone else, just acting, comedian, just the best. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what you just said with um, with his improvisation when he did Mork and Mindy, they used to have the scripts. It used to you know the plot, and then it would, they would just have a line that says, "Okay, Robin goes off." That was yeah. it. So it was they <laughs> they would just let him do. <laughs> I mean, what a a master! I mean, holy what crap. a great show Mork and Mindy was. That's an, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Mork and Mindy hasn't been. Some sort of reboot. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that would play today. Yeah, absolutely. You could do a lot, especially with that Big Bang Theory kind of. I was about to say, audience, yeah, like, you know, yeah. you could do a lot with that, you know. I Maybe could actually see the guy who played Sheldon being a new, I mean, he wouldn't be as. Yeah. He would ad lib probably as much as, as Robin Williams, but I could see him in that kind of role. Yeah, I was going to say even Zach Galvanathis. Yeah. yeah. Try to pronounce his name right. Uh, yeah. which, I picture him too. You get someone who could play that kind of. You need someone with some high energy, though. And yeah. I pull that off but um yeah no, uh, robin got, we miss him and he was a master uh, just just one of the greats of all time <clears throat> pj who's next on your list dude i have on my list sam kennison yeah mm-hmm. he is just another one who who had so many smart bits the way he would get angry and yell was great but my favorite sam kennison bit the one that made me really just feel like he's one of the greatest of all time and Kinnison would be on my uh, my Mount Rushmore, actually. Yeah. Um, at the end, I'll just go through all my Mount Rushmore people. But yeah. he has a bit about world hunger. I don't need that shit. You want to help them? You really want to help these people? Yeah. Stop sending them food. Don't send these people another bite. You want to help them? Send them U-Hauls. Send them luggage, folks. Send them somebody like me. I'll walk out there. Send a guy out there that goes, hey. Hey, we just drove 700 miles with your food. And it occurred to us that there wouldn't be world hunger if you people would live where the food is! You live in a fucking desert! They understand that you live in a fucking desert! Yes! You live in a fucking desert! Nothing grows here! Nothing's gonna grow here! God damn it, come here, come here! Son of a bitch, you see this, huh? You see this? This is sand, yeah. Did you know nothing can grow in this shit? Did you know that, huh? Here, eat some of it. Taste it, motherfucker. It's sand. You know it's gonna be 100 years from now? It's gonna be sand! You live in a fucking desert! Get your kids, get your shit, we'll make one trip! We'll take you to where the food is! Just a masterpiece. And <laughs> you get so angry. And and I don't believe it was an act. I think he was just that angry of a person. And he's another one that died too soon. But yeah, it, I think that's one of the best comedy bits of all time. Bring him to where the food is. Yeah, just amazing. 
I think he used to have a bit, and I, I saw it actually when a co- it's called comedy covers, so they pay tribute. So I saw yeah. Jim Brewer, and it's about um how no wife would uh, would Jesus was never married because no wife would would believe the uh uh no, the resurrection story where he's like you know he hangs out with his buddies twelve of his best buddies he has to go home for three days later he has to tell his wife what happened and she's like throwing his cross out on the lawn it's like <laughs> uh, such a great bit man it's so good. <clears throat> Um, for my next one, I have, uh, I think he's, I think this guy's really a genius. It's Chris Rock, man. You know, just like, oh yep. man, just like, especially his specials, bigger and blacker and never scared. I mean, those are yep. just, to me, are just spectacular. And I just, he's always good for every storytelling, you know, and like, in, like, like he's another one that does that thing where like, you know, like just the way he curses, like, bitch, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, or he was like, always like kind of angry, yep. you know, and like, just calling people out and just, ah, oh, I just. You know, another one who's just, you know, just like his delivery and like the way he paces. Oh, man, I love uh, Chris Rock. I think he's great. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the best of all time. Uh, do you want to just kind of ramble off? Or do you have another one, PJ? Um, I have one more that I think we need to spend a little bit of time talking about. because Let's, how do, it. Is. Let's do it. It's Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we spoke about him a little bit up top when we were talking about how he had the, the stand of comedy bits in front of each episode. I, I don't think there's anybody funnier than him. I think he's the best comedian of all time. I, I don't I, I and I don't say that to put anyone of these other comedians he's spoken about down to say they're not talented because they're all great. But to, it's impossible to match Jerry. I, yeah. I mean, he, his observations about life in general, I, I mean, yeah. he sees the world differently than other people. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way to put it. He sees the world in the way nobody else sees it. He makes connections that nobody else can make. Mm. His, his TV show, I, I still think, is the funniest TV show of all time. I don't think yeah. that anyone will ever be able to top that. He's just a, a cut above the rest. I, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. I, and he, another guy from Long Island, so good for Long Island for making uh, making yeah. all these comedians. But Massapequa, I think he was from. Yeah, and he's and, another one. And his bits, uh, sorry, dude, to cut you off. Oh, go ahead talks about like his one he talks about you know like how we're like almost like when we have cell phones and they start to die we almost start to die like <laughs> you know like like you said those observations but his life observations and but he I always find his comedy very like almost constant relaxing you know what yeah. I mean it's just like so there's a smoothness to it man Oof. and you know one of the things about him and there are some comedians that still do this but not a lot he he has a, a class to him almost a classiness to him that, that some don't have. He always performs in a suit still, you know, you don't see yeah. him in a, a ripped up t-shirt and like right. pants like yes. David. Yes. Yes. Um, he, he, he has a, a certain amount of class to him that others don't have. And, you know, it's just something that I think is missing. You used to never see a comedian outside of a suit. Yeah. They're always like kind of dressed up a little bit more, but I don't know. I just think that's something too, that yes. a lot of people don't have. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I like that, PJ. Mm-hmm. I actually have one more, dude, and then we'll go into our little lightning round of, of comedians. But I think we'll f- people forget this guy was actually a comedian, believe it or not. It's actually Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think he became such a big actor, which we'll talk about, too, comedians that turn actors. But, um, yeah, I love his specials, Delirious, Raw. I mean, those are the most famous ones. But, I mean, he really was another one who was, like, special. He could, he, like... He had energy, charisma. You can, he was like oozed it, man. You know, like, and like, and he was quick. You know, he's always, you know, improvised really fast yeah, too. And I think he's just very, like, almost like, I know he's like people like 
praise him, but he's almost like somewhat forgotten about. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if he still does it. Maybe on this, I really don't know. I read to do my research honestly on him, but I know maybe he maybe did small things with some folks. Maybe with Dave Chappelle, you know. Yeah, you know, I, don't I don't think know. he does big big things anymore because he tried to change his image for a while and it was. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. But his uh, his skit about Italians who watch Rocky. I mean, that's right, right, so right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he was a, really another master. Mm-hmm. So, Peter, I'm kind of curious, just uh, a lot of guys or women who you think are just super funny. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just you know, offhand, people that yeah. I think are very funny. Bill Burr. Yes, yep, of course. Very, very funny. Uh, Ricky Gervais is up there as a legend. Oh, yeah, great choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Norm MacDonald. Yes. And not to talk about Norm MacDonald if you talk about funny comedians. And there's someone I don't think he's new anymore, but I guess newer, um, considering who we've been talking about, that I think is very funny, is uh, John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, he kind of almost reminds me of a newer sort of a Seinfeld. You know, he he has observational humor. He he wears the yep. suit all the time. I think uh, I think he's very funny. I I enjoy his uh, his stand up quite a bit. So those are just some uh, rapid fire names that I that I really like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, great choices, dude. I have uh, Brian Reagan. He's really good. He is very um, good. I have Dave Chappelle, you know. And look, and folks, we can talk about all these guys, all these, you know, comedians at length. But I have Jamie Foxx. You know, people forget he was very funny, too. Uh, he had, oh, my God, eclectic. Um, I had uh, I had Bernie Mac. I had Bernie, Bernie Mac. I was actually going to bring up the original Kings of Comedy. Yeah, that yeah, was That was Bernie, Steve Harvey. Was it Cedric the Entertainer? I forget. Yeah. D.L. Hughley. That's it. Nice. Good memory. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had uh, uh, him on there. I had, I always, I think this, I don't know why this guy gets hate now. Uh, I love Dane Cook. I, you know, he's another one. I just love it. I know, like, he did, I don't know, he stole jokes or I don't know. That's but, what they claim. But he, I thought, I think his physical comedy and everything always makes me laugh. But I saw him on Premium Blend. I also loved. Uh, I saw him live at the Garden. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, Pablo Francesco. Or Francisco, very yep, very, very funny voice. Um, I have Bill Hicks. He was kind of like uh, he was like strange. He's more like a philosopher, like I said. You know, he's like very dark humor. But I was I always enjoyed some of his bits. I had Adam Sandler on here, you know, yep. uh, and I put more, more, I guess, more of a fresh face. Uh, Tim Dillon, I think he's very funny. You know, he's on Joe Rogan, but I like his. Yep. Uh, you know, his podcast and his, his, his he's, he's funny guy, you know, you know, who's also very funny. Um, Nate Bergazzi. If you've never listened to anything, Nate Bergazzi has done. He's got a couple of specials on Netflix and I think he's got one on Amazon prime. Right. I watched that for the first time a couple of, maybe a month ago, two months ago. And, uh, I laughed the entire time. I haven't laughed that hard in such a long time. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. His, his delivery and his demeanor. And, uh, it, it's just the delivery. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had this last guy, we'll probably talk about him later, Jim Carrey, you know? So he was the other one who had that kind of energy on stage. So, Peter, do you want to talk about our Rushmore of Comedians? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for my Rushmore of Comedians, I have Jerry Seinfeld, uh-huh. George Carlin, yep. Sam Kinison, and Norm MacDonald. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I praise for Norm, but I, I, think he's, uh, I think he deserves it. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, this can also, you know, it can change any minute of the day. Exactly. But I have George Carlin, I have Robin Williams, I have Eddie Murphy, and then we didn't talk about this guy. I think he's one of the OGs. The other guy who wore a suit all the time, Rodney Dangerfield. You know? Rodney. Yeah, he's a swirls. 
classic guys and you know it's <laughs> you know and uh what, what a fitting way to, to end it we didn't talk about him gets no respect yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah make sure you didn't like fix it aside. Aside. yeah you know? i heard a great story about he was like I just read it like in an article, but he was saying he was actually telling the story of where that's not really that's not his real name. I forgot his real name is, but that's a character, you know. Right. So when he would go out in public, people were actually mean to him, and he would be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, like that's just a, basically like a bit idea. That's a character I embody on stage." But you know, like I do, like you can't treat me with respect. Don't <laughs> treat me like that, you know. Like so anyway, but yeah, I love that guy, you know. Um. But PJ, bum, bum, bum. Are women funny? I mean, this is how you get canceled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a great show. <laughs> uh, thanks. You really enjoyed the last 27 episodes. Well, see you around. Uh, see you at the lunch table. No, uh, uh, you know what? The answer to that question is, is the same as it is for our men funny. Some of them are. Yes, Some exactly. of them are. Yep. And I, I, to pick out the ones I think are funny or to pick out the ones I don't think are funny, it's tough because there's so many. Um, yep. I think when you watch like those roasts on Comedy Central, yep. Nikki Glaser is a just yes! a powerhouse. I love her. I love so her. funny. Mm-hmm. And she's easy on the eyes. She ain't bad to yeah. look at. And she's so funny. Yeah. And then uh, I also, I've been, you know, so they come up on the clips, like when you're just scrolling through reels yeah. and shit. And then uh, Taylor uh, Tomlinson, I think, is pretty mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And w- uh, another one that comes up all the time who I, I, I find enjoyable is, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name, I, I, Isla Schlesinger? Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to, yeah, I'm going to butcher it too, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I think uh, I think she's pretty funny. But then there are some people that just, that just aren't funny, and I'm never going to laugh at anything Amy Schumer ever says. Yes. Dude, I she's on my list. I can't I'm just not going to laugh at it. She's not funny. I cannot stand her. I don't know what the big deal is. I don't get it. It has nothing to do with whatever gender she is. She's just not a funny person. She's she annoying just, more than anything. Yeah, she just speaks dirty. I want I want to be like, I've been talking that kind of crazy sexual whatever is inappropriate since I was like in the sixth grade. Right. Maybe. It's like, not, it's I don't not know what. on a stage. I don't get why it's. Uh, I don't get why they think she's funny. I don't find her funny at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the things I, I wrote down to talk about for this topic was the, the Ghostbusters reboot. Yes. And everyone says the reason that movie wasn't well received is because everyone didn't want to see women in that, in that role and it was anti women. No, that has nothing to do with it. I would no have way. watched a movie with female Ghostbusters and found it quite enjoyable. If it was good, none of that movie was funny. None of it was good. That movie's terrible. It's I mean, that's awful. The problem with that. And it's not even their fault. Like, I don't blame them for being women why it's bad. It's a bad movie. That movie is an example of being poorly written, and there was too much improvisation. I don't know if I got who guy who directed it, but it was like, I'm like, dude, you, can, you, you can't, yeah, you cannot do that. You know what I mean? Like, so when you see, like, you know, I know, um, you know, was it Bill Murray? He says, like, uh, Dickless over here, this, wait, and, and he goes, like, right. that's right, this man has no, like, that right. you can tell is improvised, you know? But you can't do scene after scene of that. You have to, and that movie's just a mess. I mean, it's, it's an absolute mess. Oh, it's, it's awful. It's just terrible. And some of the people in that movie are usually funny. Yeah. They just weren't funny in that movie. And everyone tries to blame it on, uh, you know, oh, well, that's because men won't watch it because they don't think women are funny and this, that. No. Yep. I watched it. I, I wanted to like it. I didn't. As it turns out, the only person in that movie who was funny was Thor. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only guy that had any memorable parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. But the, it's not because he's a guy. It's because he was the only one who had a character worth laughing at. The whole movie yeah. was was just so bad. And that that's like, that, that's the thing. Like, you know, everyone tries to make a, like a, like a hot button topic out of it. It's because yeah. men don't think women are funny and they, and they don't want to laugh right. at women. And the, no, it's because if you're funny, you're funny. If you're not, you're not. And that movie was bad. And it's the same thing with the comedians. Some of them are just downright mm-hmm. terrible. And some, yeah, of them. I think some, what's, I can't think of her name. I'm drawing a blank here. I guess the, uh, the girl in bridesmaids, the, the main girl, uh, uh Melissa McCarthy. I don't like her at all. I don't think she's funny at all. I, she's not, I don't think she's funny at all. Uh, the other one. Oh, my God. Kristen Wiig? That's it. Nice. I think she's super funny. Not in that movie. That's not, not her. Not that movie. She's hilarious. She was great on, uh, uh, on, like, SNL. Yep. Kate McKinnison, I think she's in it, right? She's. Yeah. I think she's very funny, too. You know, so you, these women are talented. I definitely think women are funny. I mean, some of my favorites. I love Wanda Sykes. I love her delivery. Wanda's great. Yep. I put, um, uh, I like Sarah Silverman, you know? Yeah. Uh, she's kind of like I like Ali Wong, you know. She's also, you know, pretty too. That it matters, but it's <laughs> just a comment. I think another. I love. Uh, I don't love all her material, but I think she's had some really great bits. Uh, Angelina Johnson. She's the one that does like I paint your nails, or she has the <laughs> nail salon. Like right. that is absolutely amazing. Um, I put on here. I don't know if you, she's not. She's this woman has never done stand up, but I think she's. For me, I think she's a comedian is Robin Quivers from the Howard Stern show. Robin's like, great. I mean, I think she's totally underrated. No one talks about her and, you know, um, for multiple things, you know, as an African American, uh, comedian. And I, I think she's awesome and a, a great counterpart to Howard, who I also think is a comedian as well. Uh, that Howard Stern show wouldn't still exist if it wasn't for Robin. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she's funny, man. She's had some great yeah. lines and comebacks. She's, you know, she's great. Um, but I love Robin. I put on another person I think is totally, um, doesn't get enough credit, um, is Joan Rivers. Dude, her specials, man, I think she's she's the one who just, like, she just went on the stage and did her thing, like, improvised. Yep. But and she had some bits, too, which were very good. I love I love her, man. You watch her stuff, man, she is funny, man. She is super funny. People know her now for, I mean, she passed away, for doing the fashion, which was great. She used to, you know, blast. <laughs> you can look like up, she makes fun of, yeah. you know, I mean, she makes fun of Adele. I mean, she has great, all these great, I mean, she was lethal, but she's the one who had great energy. I love Joan Rivers. Uh, Even Rosie and Ellen. Yes, yes, yes. I had on my list. Yeah, yeah. I look. Look, Ellen did you look? Whatever you want to talk about, Ellen. Maybe she's a you know maybe not the nicest person, whatever. But you can't. She is funny, man. She's had funny. I like. I remember back night watching her HBO yeah. special with yep. like a moon in the background. She's a funny person, you know. Um. I think Lucille Ball, you know, I mean, she's like, I guess maybe more of an actress, but I always I loved her physical comedy. Um, I don't know this actress's name, but she plays a character. So kind of like a Borat kind of thing. Um, I really, she does interviews. Her name is, her character name is Philomena Kunk. And she does yeah, these interviews, but she plays like a, like a dimwit. But yep. dude, I don't know how this woman does not break character because she says the funniest things in these interviews and I don't know how she doesn't laugh. I mean, I, I I couldn't do that, man. So I just give her total respect for not breaking character, but the things she comes up with, man. Oh my God, her lines, hysterical. And yeah, this, there, are, there are many, many, many funny women. There, there, yeah. there certainly are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason why this question comes up all the time is just because people focus on the bad ones and not the good ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. There are so many unfunny, just people. In general, yeah. trying oh, to be yeah. comedians, 
and you watch those clips as they come up on social media and you're like, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. This isn't funny. But people only focus when you say that for whatever the reason, people tend to focus more when you say a, a woman is unfunny than a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there are tons of unfunny on both sides of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to say another person I just, I'm going to follow up with what you just said, but like, I think about people like I just can't like I don't understand how they you know you know whatever I'm sure they work very hard Amy Schumer and Whitney Cummings I mean they never ah uh, that's another she's one such a I don't even know what it is uh, she's I don't know how did you get and I, which goes to my next thing is I think um, I'm not saying okay let me say this okay so I think sometimes why men certain that all men I don't think you I teach I, I can't speak for you but I I feel like maybe you're the same ways I think sometimes certain men. They feel almost intimidated when a woman's funny because, look, if you're not – if you don't look like Brad Pitt, you know, the only way you can win a woman's heart is through comedy. So all of a sudden you see this woman who might be – like it's like, oh my god, she's a triple threat. She might be very attractive and now she's also funny. It almost makes you – it makes you feel very inferior. So I think that's why sometimes men, certain men, will just out of spite will not laugh or support. Right. You know? I think that's a problem. I think another thing that can be blurry lines um, is, you know, not that it matters, but I guess it, part of it is, is like, it's like sometimes you want your comedians to look funny. You know what I mean? So we right. see a very attractive woman, like someone like Nikki Glaser, you know, it it could be, I guess, somewhat jarring, you know what I mean? Which, which I get, you know? Um, but that's why at the same time, it could be charming, you know, because right. they're attractive, you might like them even more. But I think with women, I think it's what kind of happened. I think for, they get that kind of, uh, that high bar to be funny, whatever it says, because I think, you know, keeping it, I'm, in my opinion, I think sometimes certain men feel like there's a. No, I think you're 100% you know, right. You know, even like sports, like, oh my God, you can't lose to a girl. Like, you know, you think about like, uh, you know, the sand line, like, you throw yeah. like a girl. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, obviously these things are very like immature and childlike, but I think that kind of happened. It kind of, some people don't grow out of that. But for me, like you said, if you're funny, you're funny, man. And um, yeah, women are absolutely funny. No, no question about it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I don't think there's any other, oh, I just, I never, this is one of those comedians, bro, it's a, it's a female comedian that I feel like she always popped up, but I don't know any of her material. I think she was on HBO. I think she's kind of like the butt of jokes is uh, Paula Poundstone. I just remember her wearing a, yes. a, a tie, but I don't know. I can't name one thing. I just kind of know her for that, which might be unfortunate because maybe she is funny, but I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of her stand-ups. She was she was funny. I mean, I don't know if she was the best comedian of all time or not, but she was certainly funny. I I remember watching those yeah. specials. Right, and actually, this just popped in my mind before we get to our last last topic of comedians turned actors. Is it just popped in my head? I used to like Sinbad a lot. Yeah, I used to like his movies. Yeah, and uh, you know, he had like a charm to him. You know, he was on a different world and everything. So anyway, Sinbad. So, Mr. PJ, who's on your list of best comedians turned actors? You know, it well, doesn't make it in all yeah. rock genres. They don't have to be, just, you know, comedies. But so obviously, Jerry Seinfeld is, is on my list. But we spoke about him at length, so I'm yep. gonna mm-hmm. pick a different one just to talk about. Is Tim Allen? Yes, good choice. Because uh, mm-hmm. you know, you've mentioned in the past about Home Improvement and, and that how great that show was. Yeah. And uh, I forget the name of his other show that came out, but I, I thought it was pretty good. It was. Uh, out a couple of years ago and it got canceled and everyone said it got canceled because it was more conservative in nature. Yeah, I, know I can't remember the name of it. It's I like Man it. in the House or something? Yeah, something or? like that. Yep. I, uh, I didn't watch all of it, but I caught a couple episodes. It, same kind of humor as uh, as Home Improvement. 
Yeah. Uh, I think he's he's been in movies that are generally pretty entertaining. But the Santa Claus? Yes. I oh, mean, yeah. come on. The first, the first one and the second one especially I thought are great. Third one took a dip. I actually like the show that they had on Disney+. Plus. I think it was last year, two years ago, whenever it was. Yeah. I, I think he's a great actor, and I think he's very funny as a comedian. So I think that's a top pick for someone who's went from stand-up to a, a, an actor. Yeah, I remember watching as a kid. I liked this movie, Jungle to Jungle. You know, yes, but it's a kid. He tells some kid that was like in the jungle. He adopted. Yeah, it. and I used to like. Um, uh, it's cute. It's not a mind blowing, but it was a uh, for richer for poor with Christy Alley. They become yeah. like Amish, like <laughs> you know, and yeah, that's a great choice. Mm-hmm. For mine, I think uh, I know I talked about him briefly before, but it's actually Jamie Fox. You know, because you know okay. he was you know his stand up was great. He was amazing yeah. on. In living color but just his movies dude like he could be very funny um and he goes to be very like like intense like i think about uh, like the, um you ever see baby driver yes he plays a great villain in that whoa that check whole that out, folks. Great, yeah way. absolutely that movie and yep. it's great it's classic yep um uh, but like movies like collateral you know he played ray you know ray charles yep. you know and he was just even uh-huh. his TV show when he had the Jamie Foxx show, the sick. Yes, well, I forgot about that. Yeah, any given Sunday. I mean, really super talented dude. Yeah, I had Jim Carrey. I know sometimes people say you know he's not the best for dramas, but look, I think with anything, it's with the script. He has to fit, fit be in the right script. But you know, I never seen Eternals, uh, Sunshine, but it's very highly regarded. Oh, I love God, one of my show. favorite movies of all time. You should yep. definitely watch that. Why yeah, I know it's on my forever to do list. I got to do that. But the I Eternals love the show. Is also one of my favorite. Movies oh, of absolutely. Time. Mm-hmm. And then you can't even look past like movies like you know Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura. Yep. Um, that were written specifically for him, and they're oh, oh he's yeah. great in them. Mm-hmm. But, and, and the Mask. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Liar, liar. I mean, we can so do a lot of about Jim, but you know, Bruce Almighty, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cable Guy, I think, is very underrated. Oh, Cable Guy is great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I put Adam Sandler on my list too, as well. He's on mine also. Yeah. Another one who's just you know. Uh, Remember his dramatic roles. People don't talk about um, like Punch Drunk Love is really good. I saw that once, but it was really good. Um, Uncut Gems that was awesome. I haven't seen that yet. I heard. Oh wow, movie. yeah, I think you will definitely like that movie a lot. Yeah, I want to check um, it out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, even The Wedding Singer, like these romantic comedies. You know, like yeah. I love, I love that movie. Fifty First Dates. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Robin Williams, another one. You know, because he's great. I mean, he's. He, I have all the comedians turn actors. He's probably the most eclectic because he's done, you know, thrillers. He's done one hour photo. He's yep. done insomnia, you know, real wax. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I remember he did a movie. I think it was called Man of the Year. I All I remember, he basically, I think it becomes like he's running for office and he kind of does a bit where he's like, I did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> I wanted to. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, just another one. Goodwill Hunting. I mean, my God. Uh, so great. I mean, there's so many, um, so many good, just so many good choices because the, the natural progression is you start as a stand-up and they give you a TV show and then hopefully you spring it into movies. So there's so many to pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Ke- not Ke- well, Kevin Hart's very good. Kevin Hart. Um, the guy, Paul Blart. Oh my God. PJ. Oh yeah. Kevin James. Thank you. Yeah. He's yeah. great, man. He's great. Ray Romano. <laughs> yes. Oh, PJ, you're on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. so many good ones. That, I mean, it's it's tough to to stop yeah. listing them because there are so many. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know who just popped into my head? Mm-hmm. Um, who I think hysterical, and he has become an actor, though I haven't watched any of the movies yet. Yeah. 
uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh yes, yeah. That guy, the first I don't I his first two or three specials anyway. Oh my god, they're they're hysterical. And yes. you know he's an Italian American, so you know I relate to it. So some of the stuff he's saying is just very funny. But he has a a bit about how there's cake in the house, but you can't have it. It's for if company comes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just makes me think of my mother. Yeah, company cake. Company Even cake. just like delivery that, that he just like kind of puts on a voice. Yeah. But yeah, PJ, I think that's kind of it, man. Um, you know, this is another topic we can always revisit. You know, um, hey, maybe one day we'll have a comedian on the show. Maybe. Um, but which is uh kind of a good segue because you're going to be opening up your new comic store soon you know which is going to have all kinds of gags in there besides uh comics and toys and everything so yeah. you want to tell folks real quick uh, about uh, give us an update yeah so we're we're moving along uh pretty pretty quickly here uh most of the stuff is set up have a couple of last minute things we have to bring in uh, um but i'm hoping that maybe a soft opening in october and a grand opening maybe early november or something like that that it could shift up a little bit the timeline if things go well um, but yeah, most of the products have been brought in. We have a, a couple more on the way. We have a, a new sign in front of the store that's been hung up. That looks great. You know, yeah. places obviously painted. The shelves are stocked. It's it's coming along great. On the so we we were supposed to start recording today around eight thirty, and uh, we we got started a little bit later, closer to nine, because I pull up into the parking lot. I'm recording from the store, and uh, there's someone in front of the store, just a dude standing right in front of the uh, the door. I'm like. This is weird. Why is there a guy in front of my door? Right. So he goes, oh, I got here at the right time. Is this the time you guys open? 830? I'm like, we're, we're not open. There's a giant sign on the window that says coming soon. Right. There's right, paper right. in the window so you can't see through. Like, we're not open. He's mm-hmm. like, so I, I can't come in yet? I'm like, no. No, I don't have a cash register. I, I No. So I, had a, I was talking to that guy for a couple minutes, So I, it, which was it made me happy, though, because that means people are interested in coming into the store. Yeah. The fact that, I don't know, maybe that guy was just in the parking lot for something else and happened to see it and thought he'd wait a while. Maybe he saw the sign from the street and pulled in. But the last few days, the sign got installed like last week. And uh, ever since the sign got installed, we've had people knocking on the door almost every day, which makes me feel good because it makes me feel like when these doors do unlock, we're going to have some customers in. So follow us on social media. Um, you can follow follow our podcast, Cool Kids Lunch Table, on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Absolutely. You can follow the store at Cool Kids Comics Toys at uh, on Instagram, and I'll have the opening date and stuff on there also. But it's coming along, and it look it looks really sharp in here now. I'm really excited the way the whole thing came out. And we're gonna, like you said, I think we've spoken about it in, in person. I don't know if you talked about it on the show. We're gonna have to do a whole episode about just how the whole uh, the whole process went and yeah. opening the business and everything. How it started the business. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to get dive into that because it was really a heck of a journey for sure. But yeah, it's coming along, and I, I can't wait to have some more information. I'm hoping within the next week or two. Yeah, and folks, before we leave, let me just—I guess I always have to do a little bit more. I have to channel my spiritualism, but um, you know, if you want any dream to come true, of course you need support, and of course sometimes you need life to go in a certain direction, right? But um, just like any comedian, the only trick to any success is hard work. You know, that's yep. really the secret recipe. You know what I mean? You could be super talented. You could have. Maybe all the resources behind you, but the same. But the the only ingredient for any success in life is hard work. So PJ, very proud of you. No, I'm not surprised, but very proud of you. Thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. So folks, we'll see you at the uh, lunch table uh, next week, same time, same table. Have a good one, kids.
Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get detention.